Good morning and welcome. Happy Thursday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Of course, legal, lawful, constitutional tender. I like to call it wealth insurance. It is what we do. Uh, the website at allamericangold.com. And, of course, you know you guys know the number. 800 951 0592. Uh, today was ECB Day. Mario Draghi, his farewell tour. Remember now, the European Central Bank, the head of the IMF, is now going to take over at the ECB. The number two at the World Gold Council is now going to be the head of the, the IMF, right? I mean, it, it, it's all just. Bankers interwoven by bankers all over the place. Uh, lowered rates. Here's how sad it is now. The, the, in Europe, the, you know, rates are already negative all over uh, Europe. They can't even lower rates by quarters of a point anymore because that's too much, right? Because it's you know that, that's that's going too far, negative, too fast. Uh, so they they dropped it by a tenth. Which was expected. That's exactly what they expected to do. They announced uh, that they are restarting quantitative easing, right? Right? Uh, and, and don't worry, before the end of the year, we'll have done the same thing. Believe that. They, they did it, at, they're starting with $20 billion a month. And, I, and I'm thinking $20 billion. I remember when $20 billion was the size of our debt in a month, $20 billion. Right now we run, what, $100 billion deficits pretty much every single month. Uh, so they're going to start buying. Now they didn't announce they're not going to buy stocks yet. Again, have you you know the number, right? You know that that's not supposed to happen. No, I know Wall Street thinks it's a good thing. It's not. You know that. You know it's not. They're they're going to be buying ECB bonds at twenty billion dollars a month, and they said the end date. They're going to start this, by the way, next month. The end date. Uh, there isn't one. Yeah, because it, it it won't go away until uh, the digital money, whatever horror they have planned for all of us, whatever uh, event that they're getting us ready for, the devastation that is going to come to all of us financially is going to be, I think, at a scale that most of us can't believe. And in the first show, the first segment, the first hour before I, uh, before the Patriot Radio News Hour, Jason and I, uh, we were, you know, yes, the, the, we played the clip from the fire commissioners in New York City who are demanding a new investigation into the cause of 9-11. And they, they, uh, they said, and here's what was so funny, it sounds like they already did it. 
There's no way those planes took those buildings down. The vast majority of the deaths were caused by pre-planted bombs or incinerary devices uh, that were inside of those buildings. That's, that's not me. That's not Alex Jones. That's not some whack job with a tinfoil helmet on. That was the fire commissioner's statement demanding a new investigation into 9-11. That was made, by the way, I thought he made it, that was made on July 29th. We actually played the clip of the meeting uh, on uh, on 1360 uh, in the afternoon. If you don't know what I'm talking about, or if you think I'm making this up, go to Zero Hedge. Just go in your toolbar, go to Zero Hedge. Scroll down the page and hit the back button once or twice. You'll see it. It's right there. Fire com- New York Fire Commissioners demand a new investigation. Open it up. Scroll down to the, uh, the video of the actual meeting that took place and listen to the fire commissioner himself. Let there be no doubt that evil is here and they don't care what they have to do. And in order to account, think about all the things that happened. Think about the Patriot Act. How many freedoms we lost. Think about when you go to the airport now. Right? Take off your shoes. Get a full body scan. Right? You can, Oh my God! You you got shampoo in your carry on. What are you thinking? Uh, shaving cream. Oh, that's that's more than three ounces. Try to bring a bottled water uh, through through Homeland Security. You want to see people flip out? Bring a bottle of water. Uh, you're gonna have to throw that out, sir. Uh, I don't know. Uh, a bottle of water at the airport's like five dollars. Uh, sorry, can't bring it in here. Not to mention all the defense, all the all the things that they wanted to do. Wait till you see what they're gonna do to us financially. They're able to do that. Come on. Thanks for Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. <laughs> wow. Welcome back. Patriot Radio News Hour. Hilarious. Uh, Ramon just sent me a text. And I actually saw this article where some guy was able to take his uh, horse, you know, the what is this, his service horse on a plate, right? <laughs> Can't take a bottle of water through the security checkpoint, but you can have your... <laughs> Your comfort mini horse, you can go ahead and put him on the plate. I mean, and, and again, and I don't mean to laugh. And and I'll tell you what we're going to do. Uh, not yet, Jason, but when I tell you, I'm going to play the, the clip from the meeting of the fire commissioners. I'll get the, I'll get the link, and I'll send it to Ramon. We'll have it on our website tomorrow. Now, I know what a lot of you are thinking. Well, actually, I don't. 
Uh, but what does 9-11 have to do with our financial well-being? Why, why am I so upset? I, believe me when I tell you. Forget about today. Yeah, did gold come back today? Yeah, and, and you know, we got trade war news again, right? It, it's getting old. But what the fire commissioner said has more to do with your financial wealth than anything that happened in the last 24 hours. Because when you think about what they were able to do, what they were able to take away because of the event, that some guy in a cave in Afghanistan without a cell phone was able to do. Okay? And then you think about the financial crisis, which I had said back then, that's not the real event. No, this is, that's the warm-up. Right? They're, not, they're not ready yet. Think about what they were able to take away with that event. You no longer get any interest on your on your money. Right? Essentially, that's their way of saying, hey, this paper money, it's getting to be worthless now. Look at what the ECB, right? Negative rates, all this stuff that, again, makes no sense at all. We know it makes no sense. But that's not the big event. Because of that, what did they do? Well, let's see. How about your safety deposit box? Let's start with a simple one, an easy one. And all the banks, oh, you can't keep anything in there. Can't keep coins, can't keep cash, right? Can't keep your gold and silver in there, right? Yeah, and and uh, whenever the time comes and uh, you're going to be opening those boxes in front of a, a representative of the IRS, i.e. the bank manager, uh, yeah, they'll be taking all of that from you again. They've done it before, they'll do it again. That's That was a little one, though. Right? How about cash? Cash got real evil, didn't it? Right? Now now I've got uh, IRS forms sitting in my office. I've got to have annual meetings. And I think I'm actually supposed to have them quarterly. About all you evildoers and you coming in and wanting to buy in cash because you don't want people to know. Because you're a horrible person. You drug dealer. Well, you're probably a terrorist. You probably had something to do with 9-11. And I got the forms and everything. They charge. I now get charged to put cash in the bank. But that's not all. It's not all they've done. Far from it. Now they've set up the rules to where during the next crisis, Whenever that may be, no selling allowed. Yeah. And and for those of you that have been listening along, you know I'm right. The SEC, they've changed the rules. See, this was the problem. Of course, think about uh, Bernie Madoff would still be walking around the streets right now if you had the no-sell rule. That's how he got caught. We're not going to let these money market accounts break the buck. Nobody can sell. You can't sell 
your stocks, your bonds, your E-Trade accounts. Oh, no, I'm fine. I'm a day trader. I got an E-Trade account. Uh, sorry. Whatever they so desire. Right? They actually they did two things. One, they said, well, we can impose a penalty. Oh, you want to sell today? Well, that's going to cost you an extra 10%, 20%. Or, you know what, we can just say you can't sell at all. Again, what they're going to take away from us has to be, it's got to be horrible. And then they're going to say the only solution is this new digital thing here. And we need to, we need to know everything. We spy on everybody, everybody, you know, it's horrible. Think about 9-11. Think about all the things that happened after that. Remember when you used to be able to walk your wife, uh, your kids, uh, maybe your mother, your grandmother, right to the gate? See them off. And, you, you know, when they got on the plane, okay, see you later. Right? All that's gone. Right? Now, now we're subjected to full freaking body scans. I don't know if you guys have ever witnessed a TSA pat down. I mean, it's seriously, it's borderline assault. Uh, I, I, it's, I, I was actually disappointed. My wife didn't get one when we went to go see Joey uh, play at his game because I wanted to make fun of her. So, I'm going to have Jason play the clip. This is the New York Fire Commissioner. This was at a meeting, I want to say it was July the 29th, calling for a new investigation into what really happened at 9-11. I want you to listen to what he says. More importantly, what he doesn't say as well. Jason, let's play it. Whereas the overwhelming evidence presented in said petition demonstrates beyond any doubt that pre-planted explosives and or incendiaries, not just airplanes and the ensuing fires, caused the destruction of the three World Trade Center buildings, killing the vast majority of the victims who perished that day. Whereas the victims of 9-11, their families, the people of New York City, And our nation deserved that every crime related to the attacks of September 11, 2001 be investigated to the fullest and that every person who was responsible face justice. Now, therefore, be it resolved that the Board of Fire Commissioners of the Franklin Square and Munson Fire District fully supports a comprehensive federal grand jury investigation and prosecution of every crime related to the attacks of September 11, 2001, as well as any and all efforts by other government entities to investigate and uncover the full truth surrounding the events of that horrible day. Overwhelming evidence that leaves no doubt That those buildings were taken down by pre-planted 
bombs and or incendiary devices. All the victims and their families, really all of America, deserves to know the truth. Every crime, every person who caused these events needs to face justice calling for a federal grand jury to prosecute these crimes, whoever they may be. And then he talked about all the federal agencies, investigate all of them. Right? Who participated in the cover-up as well as who committed the crime? You know what the, the words were? You know what words you didn't hear? You didn't hear anything about terrorists, did you? Did you hear anything about a terrorist? Did you hear anybody about a guy in a cave somewhere? No. Nope, you sure didn't. Did you hear anything about, hey, we're not sure what happened? Hey, we're not sure. We're not sure. We don't think what you said was quite right, and, 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 and can we look at it again? You didn't hear that overwhelming evidence that leaves no doubt who did it who did it if they're willing to do that and I and I said this in the first hour man I don't believe I did I've never been a believer nope I wanted to believe what they said happened happened even though we I listen there's a uh a pilot here in town was a customer was a customer of ours. Wrote I think he wrote a book about it, and he came in to to, to when Eric and I were together and said, "Hey, dude, dude that's not po- it. Didn't happen that way. It's not possible." And and according to the fire commissioners of New York City, eighteen years later, eighteen years later, couldn't have happened this way. Who did it? And, and all I think about is, what did we lose because of it? And it was freedoms, right? Now, now you look at like the guns. They want to take our guns. They're gonna, and, and, I, and I think most of us are kind of, uh, whether we like it or not, it sure looks like it's going to happen, doesn't it? It's this endless momentum. All of a sudden, all these mass shootings happening out of nowhere, and I, I just. What are they going to do to us financially? Because now they got us trapped. There's no selling, right? The the and again, you know what's so funny? They don't have rules against buying. <laughs> hey, you want to buy the Nasdaq bubble again? Right, go ahead, right? Because that's what we're doing now. And and it bears noting. That again, the the they they don't care what the cost is to achieve their objective. And when we sit here and we watch today, as we we had the ECB go farther into negative rates, said, "Hey, we're back to buying bonds again, right? We're going to lower rates next week. Japan's going to go farther negative." 
right? We're, what are we, a month, two months, three months away from saying, hey, we're going to go back to quantitative easing again, right? Which means what? The system is broken. But yet, oh, no, look, the stocks are at all time. I see it's great. Because they got to make sure, right? You all got to be in. You all have to be in. Because that way, when they go to wipe us all out, right, everybody everybody gets the bite. The only way you don't is by having something that isn't a debt, that isn't a promise to pay. And financially, really, that's only one thing. Gold and silver. Because you can buy land, right? You can buy a house. But you got taxes on that stuff. You've got upkeep. You've got maintenance. You've got stuff you got to do. Only thing that doesn't require any upkeep, that's gold and silver. I know. Tough day. Why isn't this all over the media? That's the part that gets me. I don't understand. Uh, I do understand. They're not going to, they don't want it. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Mrs. Schlafly was a courageous and articulate voice for traditional values and common sense for more than 70 years. And now, from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly. Debtors' prisons, that means putting people in prison because they cannot pay a debt, were abolished in the United States even before we abolished slavery. But did you know that they exist today to punish men who are too poor to pay what is falsely called child support? Did you know that if a man has not got the money to pay so-called child support ordered by a court, the judge can sentence the poor guy to debtor's prison without any jury trial? The case of Frank Hatley is just one example of a man who spent over a year in a debtor's prison in Georgia. A DNA test nine years ago, plus a second one this year, proved that Hatley is not the father of the child for whom he was ordered to pay child support. The court order issued back in 2001, and it acknowledged that Hatley is not the father, but nevertheless ordered him to continue paying every month and never even told him he could have a court-appointed lawyer. Frank Hatley worked a job as a laborer, unloading charcoal grills from shipping containers. He paid the government, not the mom or child, thousands of dollars in so-called child support. After he was laid off and reduced to living in his car, he continued making payments out of his unemployment benefits, but he didn't pay enough to satisfy the avaricious bureaucrats. So the judge ruled him in contempt and without a trial sent him to debtor's prison. He's now been released from jail and relieved from further assessments, but because of the Bradley Amendment, the government demands that Hatley continue paying at the rate of $250 a month until he pays off the $16,000 debt the government claims he accumulated earlier, even though the court then knew he was not the father. In that jail in the little town of Adele, Georgia, where Hatley was a prisoner, one-third of the inmates are in debtor's prison. This system is morally and constitutionally wrong. Debtor's prisons should be abolished. Thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. You'll be glad to know the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly continues. Upheld by Ed Martin, president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Chairman Helen Marie Taylor, Treasurer John Schlafly, 
a full staff in St. Louis in our nation's capital, and thousands of citizen volunteers, her eagles, across the country. You can be part of that legacy at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. 800-951-0592. Wow, a lot of things uh, happening uh, in the markets today, uh, not just the ECB uh, with their rate cut announcement. Uh, that now, <laughs> now they're trying to to say that uh, ECB now they they cut rates QE forever. Draghi in his press conference said there was such an overwhelming majority support for all this. We didn't even need to take a vote. We just said do it. Which I which I believe, uh, Bloomberg saying, "Oh no no that that there was a lot of dissent in this and that and some other that that's supposed to be good." I I, I don't buy it. But let's talk about the trade thing. Some very interesting things have happened in the just the last twenty four hours. It started with China announcing that it has agreed to buy soybeans from Argentina. Argentina uh, has a lot of soybeans. And really, uh, and, and I think I, I, I explained this to everybody once, I, and I'm, I'm not a farmer, I'm not an expert. China likes to buy the soybeans before they get crushed up and turned into soy meal or whatever it is, right? They've agreed, however, uh, with Argentina. Argentina has a huge soybean production that they're going to buy crushed up soybeans from Argentina. Immediately after that announcement, the president announced, hey, I'm going to hold off on the uh, extra 5%, the extra 5% on the first $250 billion was supposed to go into effect October 1st. He now says, ah, it's going to be October 15th. As a goodwill gesture. Right? Because uh, they said, you know, the Ch- you know, the Ch- China's agreed to talks. And then this morning... There was a rumor circulating on Wall Street that the Trump administration was getting ready to make a temporary deal with the Chinese. Which essentially was what? Hey, let's undercut the president and his authority. And and uh, and my guess would be some form of a deal of, you know, let's just stop right here type of a thing. And, and uh, we'll talk later. And, and Wall Street was up. Gold at the time, gold was up like 25 bucks early this morning on the ECB stuff. Quantitative easing forever. Uh, then uh, Wall Street was up, and then uh, one of the White House administrators came out, denied the report, said, no, no, we're not doing that. Then uh, Wall Street was down. Gold, gold had fallen on the report. Then gold went back up on the denial. And then Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin, in a, talking about the United States, this is how big the problem is. We need to sell more bonds. 
and we're having trouble, right? We know this. Not as many people, like, we keep adding to the size of all the bonds we got to sell. Like today, hey, we got to sell 30 billion 10 years, 20 billion 5 years, 15 billion 3 year tips, and all this stuff. And because obviously our debt just keeps getting bigger, 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 we, we keep adding to the size of these debt auctions. And they've gotten to the point now where there are not enough people showing there's just too much. Right? We talk about those bid to cover ratios. So now they're saying, hey, we're going to come up with a new bond. The 50-year bond. And they're going to start selling those as early as next year. So they got to go quick. Right? That's, that's actually moving pretty quick for the Treasury market. They want to start selling 50-year bonds. Can you imagine a 50-year bond at like 1%? Right? Who would do that? Well, you know, somebody will. That's their hope anyway. So they're, they're and again, they need a new one because that we got to sell more. So let's come up with a new one and a new way and, and at least uh, have uh, a way to sell some more debt. And, and while he was doing that, and again, remember when, when, what was it? Right before I started here at Patriot, maybe right around, maybe 2000, maybe right before 9-11, they were talking about getting rid of the 30-year note. Do you guys remember that? Because we didn't need it anymore. Yeah, because, you know, we, we're, the debt, we're going to pay it off. And now we're we're we're, we're going to come out with a fifty-year note. You know what's coming next? The hundred-year note, right? I mean, that's all coming as well. Again, those aren't good things for your wealth. They're not. But in doing so, in all of this back and forth and questions, they they got back onto the trade thing again, and it was so funny because Benucci said, "Oh yeah, well, China called us." and asked us about the price of agriculture. Wall Street goes back up, right? Gold sells off a little bit, and I'm like, what are you talking about? You don't need to call about the price. The price is, is in the markets. Now, maybe did they call to say, hey, you guys done yet? You want to take off the tariffs? May I can believe that. That I could believe. Hey, you guys want to take those tariffs off? We'll go ahead and start buying this. And China's ready to buy. As soon as we want to get rid of the tariffs, they're ready to start buying. But it was it was just so funny. Yeah, China called. Yeah, how much for pork today? Come on. But don't believe anything. They really, truly don't care. Right, the it's just like uh, you know, the, what was it, two or three weeks? Oh yeah, the Chinese called us twice. Of course, China's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Now, do I do I think a phone call may have happened? Maybe. I wouldn't doubt it. Based on all that news, if I was China, I would have called you and say, Hey, just checking. You guys want to get rid of the tariffs? We're, you know, let's call the whole thing off. But uh, anyway, so uh, the stock market today looks like a, you know, when you get hooked up at the hospital 
and they they got the uh, the old heart meter thing going. That's kind of what Wall Street up and down, up and down, up and down. Gold's doing the same thing, up and down, up and down. It's a whole lot of nothing, except oh by the way, print more money. The only call you need to worry about is the call to the Patriot Radio or the Patriot Trading Group at eight hundred nine five one. Zero five nine two. Whenever it comes, and it feels like it's coming a lot faster than any of us want, doesn't it? Whenever it comes, make sure you have something that isn't in, because they're going to force it all to be in there as best they can, because they're going to wipe it out. I mean, that's just what they do. And then we're going to get the new money, right? Some Federal Reserve-type coin or what have you. And and think about, again, you know, I use 9-11 as the example, especially after what the fire commissioner said. And all the things that get taken away when these things happen. You know, the, the problem with the digital money and you think about social scores, right? The president talked about social scores for owning guns, and uh, you know they just with a through the uh, stroke of the keyboard. Now you can't buy that anymore. Banned, right? This is banned. That's banned. Oh, you don't want to conform, right? Well, then uh, we're just going to lock you up, right? We're going to lock up your account. You can't do anything. Until you're ready to do what we say. I mean, that's kind of where we're headed. And most people are going to go along with it. That's the problem. You know, because they're like me. I don't want to believe that. What I want to believe that 9-11 happened the way they said it happened. I do. Because believing something other than that is... is I don't even have the word to describe it. But you heard it. I played you the clip. You heard it. It'll be on the website tomorrow. You decide. We got inflation data out today. Hotter than expected. Yesterday we had producer prices. That was, It was up a tenth, but it wasn't supposed to be. It was. Today we got consumer prices. Here's what was scary about this. They said gas is down. Now, I don't know. Not here. But okay. But the core. Because remember, the food and energy, they don't like to talk about it. Was much hotter than expected. They said that it came in at 2.4%. That's what happened to two. I guess we went past two and just kept right on going 2.4%. The hottest reading since September of 2008. I, again, I don't know. But here's what they said. The biggest monthly increase in medical cost in three years. Okay? So the, the health care cost. We know, man, health care is so expensive. It, it re, For Sarah and I, the biggest increases in our budget over the last 10 years. Housing? Medical. Huge. Huge. I mean, we're, we're, you know, between the two of them, 
It's about $1,500 a month more than what we were paying 10 years ago. Just those two things. But there's no inflation. The biggest rise in medical costs in three years, also driving core inflation, used car prices continue to rise for the third straight month. They said, now they said, I don't know if this is true or not, they said that new vehicle costs dropped for the second month in a row. Listen, no one can afford those things. I mean, I, I don't know how anyone can afford, how can you afford, you know, 50, 60, 70, $80,000 vehicles, vehicles that used to be Thirty or forty thousand or eighty thousand vehicles that used to be fifteen thousand or thirty thousand. By the way, Social Security, all you people collecting, I got good news for you. For the second straight year in a row, you're going to get more money. Uh, the uh, who was it that did it? I think the the Senior Citizens League. Released this morning its latest estimates for the Social Security cost of living adjustments. So this will kick in in January. They're saying that according to the estimate, your benefits will go up 1.6%. Again, right? Why would you want to understate inflation? Here you go. Right? Already, we know Social Security is already broke. Let's try to make it last a little longer by giving them less. Uh, 1.6%, you know what that equates to? $23. That's how uh, the average. The average. Now, I don't like the average. I wish they would tell you, say what the, my guess is the median number would be smaller. The average retiree benefit of $1,460. Will be an increase of $23.40 a month. So that's how much more uh, you're going to get to. That is, by the way, the lowest number since 2017. And the average cost of living adjustment the past decade now, a paltry 1.4%. Do you know what the cost of living adjustments were in the 80s and the 90s and the early 2000s? They were like 4, 5, 6, some, some years 7, 8%. Now for the last decade you get 1.4% a year. Well, I guess it beats nothing. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Hey, final segment, uh, uh, all product. Anybody that's waiting for product, all product will be out today and tomorrow will be 100% caught up. Uh, 63 Saints are landing today. Um, what else? I think there's some AU10s, uh, uh, some regular 20s, all, all of that uh, be, between Phoenix and our offices in Colorado uh, we'll be all caught up after today and tomorrow. Today, everything, everything, uh, uh, 
that was waiting is going to be hitting today and then between Jason and I uh, for those of you that need to pick up we'll be calling you for those that need to be shipped uh, you'll all be shipped out before the weekend uh, re-up here 800 951 the Dow's up 130 I don't, why, who don't, who cares right, the China called and asked about what the price was okay uh, ECB lowered rates. Gold was up, and I, I'm not kidding you. Gold was uh, $1,526 at the high today. Right now, gold's up uh, three and a half, uh, $1,550. Silver is at $18.03 on silver. Uh, like I said, the Dow, the S&P, the Nasdaq, they're all high. Dow's up 130, uh, 27,270. So we're back for, I don't know, what is this, like the eighth or ninth time, uh, somewhere near uh, an all-time high. I, I just don't know how many more times can the Dow rally on the same news. That really isn't news uh, on, on trade stuff. That really drove the whole market today uh, both ways, uh, denials. Uh, y'all wait. Well, there was a phone call. Uh, all of those things uh, driving the markets back and forth today. Uh, again, I think the, the the major news quantitative easing forever uh, start started in Europe today. Twenty. They're going to start at twenty billion. Here's the problem for the EU. They have so many rules that it's hard for them to buy more debt. My guess is when when Lagarde takes this is it. By the way, this was the, I think the last meeting uh, for the current head of the ECB. Mario Draghi's out. Uh, Chris, Christina Lagarde from the IMF now is going to take over. Uh, my guess is they'll probably change the rules because twenty billion enough. You know that that's a nice little start, and it's nice that they said, "Hey, by the way, we're just going to forever." Uh, my my guess is by this time next year, uh, rules will be changed. They'll be buying uh, even more uh, than than people think. By the way, Ron Paul is on uh, CNBC as we speak, saying that he's predicting a global monetary system denies and the risk of chaos, and and he's right. I mean, none of this makes sense. This isn't sound uh, money. You don't do this if your system, uh, if you have nothing to worry about, if everything's operating right. Uh, the central banks don't come in and buy the debt. The only one reason they do it. Because nobody else wants it, right? I mean, come on. Uh, negative interest rates are just a way to what? Try to keep the debts under control. but just not quite ready yet. But I hope you got it before they are. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Got one more show tomorrow. Come back and join us then.